Tom Arjo at HateStreetSpielPod.com. The Week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from San Francisco's Lower Haight. Today is Thursday, the 20th of December. By the way, we're going to take a break this coming week, so talk to you in early January. On this day, meaning the 20th of December, in 1522, the Knights of St. John asked the Ottomans for a truce at the Siege of Rhodes. The Knights go on to become the Knights of Malta. The Ottomans go on to gain control of the Eastern Mediterranean. 1917, the Cheka, first Soviet secret police force, is founded. 1924, Adolf Hitler is released from Landisberg Prison, where he dedicated his memoir, Mein Kampf, after being pardoned by the Bavarian Supreme Court. That's not to be confused with My Struggle by the hip Norwegian dude. 1971, the international aid organization Doctors Without Borders is founded by Bernard Kuchner and a group of journalists in Paris. 1989, the United States military under George H.W. Bush invades Panama, deposing Manuel Noriega. Birthdays are 1915, leftist Turkish author Aziz Nassim, who in translating Salman Rushdie's The Satanic Verses uh, somehow managed to get a group of whacked-out Islamists to kill 37 people in an attempt to kill him. 1957, Billy Bragg, English Woody Guthrie, and in 1983, American actor Jonah Hill. This day is marked in Russia as the Day of Officers of State and National Security, celebrating the work of the FSB, the NKVD, and the KGB before them. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to come on the forum or ask a question, go to tefilpod.com or send us an email at tefilpod at gmail.com. Thanks for the request about Nikusha Rudua's last project. We are looking into it, and we'll let you know what we find out. Salome Zurabashvili, an independent candidate backed by Otsneva, was inaugurated on the 16th in the courtyard of the Palace of King Erekle II in Tel Aviv. Foreign and local government officials, including outgoing President Georgi Markovashvili, were present, as well as other guests. Her speech began with comments about how history's circle has turned. Descendant of Georgia's first emigration, forced into exile following the Soviet Red Army's invasion, has returned to this country to be sworn in as commander-in-chief went on to talk about how Georgia is at a crucial crossroads, thank Otsneba, call for unity, talk about the progress of democracy in Georgia, mention that Georgia is uniquely known for never having experienced anti-Semitism, discuss the breaking of glass ceilings, express respect for the, the, respect for the military, etc. United Opposition, UNM-led coalition, and their failed presidential candidate Grigol Vashadze, held protests on the day of the inauguration. Prior to the 16th, Tel Aviv Mayor Shota Nadeklishvili suggested that the protests be moved to a different area of the city since there would be foreign dignitaries in the area. The protest was planned for close to the inauguration event. The opposition declined the offer, but police stopped protesters from entering Tel Aviv. So they ended up protesting near the village Velizige in the neighboring Gurjani municipality, <clears throat> or Ryan. Protesters broke through one police cordon, but were stopped at another several hundred meters away, at which point they attempted to keep going on foot. They continued to try to reach Tel Aviv throughout the inauguration, but did not succeed in reaching the city. There were numerous confrontations with police throughout the day, and the police reported 10 injured officers. Numerous opposition activists were also reported injured, including two who had to be hospitalized. Protesters attempted to flip over some cars broke at least one windshield. One older protester gained attention by climbing very high in a tree to call for a better future for Georgia and for his grandchildren. 
14 NGOs, including the hardest-working NGO in the Caucus of Transparency International, Georgia, released a statement expressing concern about actions of the government regarding the rally. They said that the authorities exceeded their powers and violated the rights of free movement, assembly, and speech, and that the move was undemocratic and went against the Constitution and international agreements. The NGOs noted that retaliatory attacks on an Otsneba MP's car were also concerning. Human Rights Education and Monitoring Center added that such incidents will negatively affect public confidence towards police as well as their work as a politically neutral state institution which has to act without political bias and observe human rights. Afterwards, they moved the protest to Tbilisi Parliament Building, where some activists stayed overnight. Bashadze called for nonstop protests following the inauguration, protesting both the election and the police preventing protesters from reaching Tel Aviv, which he called a violation of the constitutional freedoms of movement, expression, and assembly. United Opposition is continuing to call for early parliamentary elections. Smaller opposition rallies were held on Inauguration Day in Tbilisi, Zubdidi, Kutaisi, and Batumi. After the protests had ended, police said that the protesters were intentionally provocative and that they would be investigating and pressing charges against perpetrators. Rustavi-based UNM activist David uh, Kirkitadze was arrested on charges of assaulting a police officer and damaging property. There is video footage of him trying to force his way into a police bus. His lawyer says that he is not guilty and has begun a hunger strike and that the charges are politically motivated. Opposition politicians, including Vashadze and European Georgia's Giga Bukeria, quickly spoke out in support of Kirtadze, another unnamed opposition activist, was arrested near Gurjani on the same charges. Both men face up to seven years in prison if convicted. Two Gurjani residents were arrested and pled guilty to beating up opposition activist Shota Dalekishvili. The opposition said that the attackers were Otsneba members, but this is unconfirmed. Their sentence has not been decided yet, but will range from 120 days of community service to a year in prison. New constitution also came into force with the inauguration. The document was passed by Parliament September 2017, despite an opposition boycott, and amended in March 2018. Many of the details have been discussed extensively in past versions of Tefil Pods, but here's a quick overview. Regarding the office of the president, the powers of the presidency are significantly reduced. The president will be chosen by an electoral college from now on. Minimum age for the president is now 40 instead of 35. The president does not have to have resided in Georgia for the years before the election as previously. The National Security Council, previously led by the president, will be abolished. A National Defense Council made up of the president, prime minister, and parliamentary chair and the head of the armed forces will be created instead, but only active during times of martial law. As for parliament, it will switch to a fully proportional system with proportional distribution of leftover seats to all parties who reach a 5% threshold. Electoral blocks will be forbidden. There are new restrictions on the creation of factions, and the minimum age for MPs has gone from 21 to 25. For the 2020 elections, the rules will be slightly different. The electoral threshold will be 3%. Seats will be distributed according to the current mixed proportional system, and electoral blocks will be permitted. Other highlights include moving Parliament back to Tbilisi, explicitly stating that marriage is a union between a man and a woman, moving the prosecutor's office to be accountable to Parliament rather than Ministry of Justice, and a six-year term limit for the public defender. The most important aspect of that 
is that the 2020 elections uh, for parliament are going to continue to be um, mixed proportional and uh, and majoritarian, which is a recipe to give whichever uh, party can get, you know, even just a third of the vote to essentially give them um, a, uh, a majority in, uh, in parliament. Rustavi 2 aired footage this week that uh, appears to show numerous instances of ballot box stuffing and ballot secrecy violations during the November 28th runoff election in uh, the Dumanisi, Sanaki, Marneuli, and Bolnisi municipalities. The authorities have not yet responded to these allegations. The Tbilisi NGO, the International Society for Fair Elections and Democracy, called for a prompt investigation to determine whether these violations were part of an organized campaign and if the people filmed were acting of their own accord or on third-party instructions. European George's Gigi Ugulava called for opposition coordination to pressure Otsneba on proportional elections, presumably referring to the mixed proportional elections plan for 2020, and said that the public wants a more active, more radical opposition using various forms of political struggle, including street rallies, as well as other innovative and creative means. That's hilarious. Zurbashvili began uh, appointing members of her administration. Lasha Zhvania, recently the manager of the Charitable Foundation of the Georgian Orthodox Church and a former UNMP Minister of Economy and Ambassador to Cyprus, has become her administration head. <clears throat> Lawyer Dmitry Gabunia will become her presidential secretary, despite opposition from a group of 17 NGOs due to his statement defending Zvia Devdadiani, an activist credibly accused of sexual harassment. Parliament approved a budget for 2019 on the 13th with 91 votes in favor, nine against. Finance Minister Ivani Machavadiani presented the uh, budget, which they say has four main focuses, human capital, physical capital, financial capital, and security. Revenues are estimated at 10.4 billion lati. Expenditures are expected to cost 9.6 billion, both slightly up from their 2000 from the 2018 budget. Tax revenues are estimated at 9.6 billion lati, with the remainder coming from foreign grants. Growth is expected to remain at 4.5%, with 3% inflation and 2.66 lati to the dollar. Previous attempt to vote failed due to a lack of a quorum. The Central Elections Commission has officially approved the second round vote tally, confirming Zurabashvili's win. 1,988,787 people voted, 59 0.52% in favor of Zudabashvili, 40.40.48% in favor of Vashadze. 59,778 ballots were annulled, about 6,000 more than in the first round of voting. Tbilisi City Court found five former Interior Ministry officials, Guram Donadze, David Iashvili, Irakli, Pirts Khalava, Zaza Bakradze, and Zurab Mikadze, guilty of exceeding their authority related to the 2004 murder of Amidan Robachidze. Robachidze was a 19-year-old shot by police. The police initially said that they were acting in self-defense, of course, but later admitted that they shot him by accident. The officials were sentenced to between four and a half and 5.4 years in jail for fabricating evidence and planting firearms after the murder. 46th round of the Geneva Inter, uh, International Discussions, a multilateral discussion of the impact of the 2008 war, met on the 11th and 12th. Participants were from Russia, South Ossetia, and Abkhazia. Um, they walked out of a discussion on IDPs. The South Ossetians agreed to resume incident prevention and response mechanism participation in the village of 
in the village of Ergneti. Uh, the Abkhazians have not yet agreed to rejoin IPRM participation in Gali. The Russians criticized NATO involvement in Georgia, brought up their concerns about the Luger Lab in Tbilisi again. Aside from that, everything proceeded as usual. Georgia denounced Russian occupation and borderization. EU, OSCE, UN, and U.S. representatives said that discussions are important, and the Russians said that everyone but Georgia agrees that the situation is stable. The next discussions are scheduled for April 2019. The Ergneti IPRM met for the 90th time on the 18th, according to the Georgian representatives. Georgian uh, issues the Issues discussed included recent protests near the occupation line in the village of Atotsi, borderization, freedom of movement or residence, illegal detention by Georgians of Georgians by Russian and South Ossetian force, forces, the persecution of Akhal Gori-based activist Tamar Mirkaishvili, and the deaths of Archil Tatunashvili and Davut Bashauri. Sorry, Basharuli. The next meeting is scheduled for early February 2019. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov mentioned Georgia in an interview with a Russian radio station on Monday, saying that he did not believe all ties with Georgia should be cut in response to ongoing NATO integration efforts, and that he believed the increasing trade and personal contact between the two countries are beneficial for Russia. He specifically mentioned concerns about a base being built in Georgia, presumably the U.S.-funded Vaziani Air Base outside of Kutaisi, Battalions being trained and biolabs. He mentioned ongoing allegations about Luger Lab in Tbilisi, a public health research lab that's been the target of a long-term Russian disinformation campaign alleging plans for biological warfare and all sorts of other BS. Mentioned that Russia has declined to participate in a recent peer review exercise of the lab because, quote, this was not about diplomats, but rather professionals who need to be able to understand what is being done in the biolab lab and how much danger as a whole these experiments pose to Russia and the neighboring states, end quote. It should be noted that many non-U.S. science professionals have inspected the lab and they have not found evidence of bioweapons or sinister intentions. Parliamentary Speaker Irakli Kobachidze visited Estonia from the 7th through the 19th, meeting all the brass, held discussions about Georgian foreign policy at the International Center for Defense and Security. Former Marnauli Mayor Temu, Temur uh, Abazov was released from jail on 10,000 Lati bail last week. He was arrested and suspended from his office in June, but the prosecution says that now all witnesses have been examined, so there's no threat of pressure from Abazov. He's being charged with inhumane and degrading treatment of a local man who is allegedly forced to apologize on video and wipe urine on his face in retribu retribution for insulting comments made about Bitzina and Abazov at a rally related to the Khorava Street murders. The meme this week is Poti's sad Christmas tree. A little bit broken. They tried. New Eastern Europe wrote about the future of Georgia's ethnic minorities, specifically the implications of the Zurabashvili presidency for them. They're concerned that her campaign statements encourage ethnic nationalism, which is already on the rise in Georgia. Chaihana published a short film about Russians who moved to Georgia, who apparently assimilate into Georgian society, learn the language, respect the culture, and understand local attitudes as they embark on a new stage of their lives. All that stuff to read is posted on our forum. This week's dive bar number is 53, the number of different wild green vegetables commonly eaten in the Kutai Isi area in springtime.
Georgian Booksellers and Publishers Association Book Fair began in Tbilisi on the 21st at the National Library at 11 a.m. Most Georgian publishers will have books for sale with discounts on old and new editions, various association events. Uh, associated events. Fabrica is hosting a Christmas fair on the 22nd and 3rd with a Christmas fair and musical performances. Classical Music Center presents classical music in alternative environments from the 18th through the 24th at the Georgian National Museum. Different nights will feature Christmas music, chamber music, piano music, and the Tbilisi State Chamber Orchestra. Rooms Hotel in Tbilisi is hosting an auction of Georgian women's art called Not a Charity Auction on the 27th beginning at 9 p.m., Tbilisi's Patara Gallery exhibition, I Exist When You Were Here, Where You Never Were, I Can Never Be, is still on display until the 10th of January. Leah Bagarationi's exhibition, A Mad Tea Party, runs the Tbilisi History Museum through the 20th of January. The exhibition examines the interaction of randomness, visibility, memory, and clay. The exhibit Red Terror and Georgian Artists opened at the Georgian National Museum this week and will be on display through the 1st of March. It explores the creativity of artists impacted by the Stalin's repressions and general art trends in Georgia in the 30s and 40s. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is tbilpod at gmail.com or post the form on our website, www.tbilpod.com. And we will finish with a song about which I have no information, except that it sounds like they're saying ushakrot or without sugar in Georgian, but I don't think they are. It's called Me and You by Hoop Loop. Ooh, shocking. 